Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mike G, and you're listening to Mike G in the morning with the Law Matters. And you can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So let's be heard. I'm here with the gang. We've got Philly Chris, we've got Russ the producer, and we've got Liberty Lee. Strong, strong episode last week doing the recap of the debate. We got a lot of positive feedback. Thank you to all of our listeners who reached out afterwards and released a few videos <laughs> here this week on YouTube as well, haven't we, guys? <laughs> yes, we have. What did we get? Did we start off with We're Not Gonna Take It, the Twisted Sister video? Is that the first one that released after the debate video? Yeah, that was a good one. Yes. And then followed up by, there was another dance video. Oh, no, we did uh, Why We Don't Watch Sports Anymore, right? Philly, Chris, and I. Except yes. the UFC, Why We Don't Watch Sports, except the UFC. UFC, there was a title fight on last Friday. And then followed up with another dancing video. I don't know, even know what it would be called. It stemmed from Donald Trump was dancing on stage at one of his rallies. And people started putting music in the background of him dancing and making all these other videos. And then people started making videos copying his dance moves uh, to the same types of songs. And we ended up with a video of the four of us and Donald Trump uh, doing some kind of a German dance. To <laughs> 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 uh, that same song in the background. And then Philly, Chris and I released a video uh, just yesterday of something from the night before where Chris was down over in Center City by City Hall. And we had a discussion about what's going on in Philadelphia right now with all these riots after uh, the, the police shooting. And he, Chris even got to interview a random Biden supporter, right? <laughs> yeah, had somebody stop by and uh, talk to Mike G live. Uh, uh, your interaction <laughs> with that gentleman, by the way, and he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. But your interaction with him, oh, I, I, I can't help but laugh every time I watch it. So people <laughs> need to check out our YouTube channel, Mike G in the Morning. If you want to see a video of Russ, the producer, dancing in a dress, with Donald Trump, then uh, you need to check out the YouTube channel, Mike G in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the videos, Russ? <laughs> Russ did not consent to the videos. <laughs> Russ is remaining silent, apparently. I, I didn't watch them. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch them? <laughs> you didn't watch them. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, of all the views that we've been gaining on these videos, <laughs> but one of the guys in them doesn't bother to watch them, right? <laughs> well, at least they're real views then, I suppose. Uh, That's good. Russ is going to be a dad who doesn't show up to his kid's play, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, Russ, I do have a question for you. Yes. I uh, was watching a video on YouTube within the last few days. Uh -huh. uh, with Alex Jones, one of the only videos that they've kept up on YouTube with him in it. And talking about technology, you being the tech guy and everything. Yes. Are our computers listening to us, keeping track of us? To what extent do, do we need to uh, keep an eye on what we're doing and maybe make some adjustments? Uh, well, there's 
as far as I can tell, there's no adjustments you can actually make to avoid it. Um, I do know of some examples of, yes, our electronics are listening to us, even if we don't give them permission to do so, uh, even if we expressly prohibit it. Uh, the only way to get your computer, for example, to not listen to your words is to just not have a microphone plugged in or installed at all. Uh well, yeah. Doesn't your computer have an internal mi- internal microphone these days? Well, some laptops do. Some laptop manufacturers don't even bother including that. Along with a webcam, they don't bother with that either, some of them. Because, really? well, well, probably it, for the best then, right? For privacy purposes? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's for that, but you figure, you know, people who actually care about a mic and, and a camera, they're probably – they probably all already own a mic and a camera – or they would go out and buy a better one. So there's no Got point it. in having it in other than maybe to screw up your settings. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm very particular with the audio side of things. So yes. for obviously anything radio related, I've got my setup as far as that goes. For television, I've got a separate microphone that that I use for those appearances. But I do use the internal uh, camera for television appearances on the laptop and seems to, to have done the trick. I don't know. I guess certain computers have varying degrees of quality when it comes to these things. Yeah, certain computers. I mean, a lot of computers have it, it varies from manufacturer to manufacturer. It also varies. I mean, you can get a really expensive, nice laptop, you know, core, all the cores and all the RAMs and everything. And it can have the world's crappiest webcam and or it could just not have one built in or it could, you know, also have a crappy mic or some manufacturers, you know, the the laptops that can flip all the way around. Well, they put the uh, if you can imagine a, a normal laptop, they put it where the hinge currently, you know, on a normal laptop would be. So if you have your your screen open, you got the laptop lens looking up your nose. (laughs) <laughs> so the whole time you're in a Zoom meeting, you're like, oh, Mike's got a booger. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, that's one of the downsides of all this virtual stuff these days, right? Yes. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Chris, you know, it was interesting that you got to talk to that guy yesterday. And <laughs> all the stuff that we brought up to him we thought would be new information. Seemed like he knew it and didn't care, right? <laughs> yeah, he didn't seem to care too much about it. Do you think it? Yeah. that's the typical Biden voter? That it's not that they're uninformed, it's that they just don't care. <laughs> you know, maybe there's maybe there's something to that. That would make more sense, I think, than than um, the alternative, I suppose. Yeah. Or maybe he was uh, just uh, BSing us. And uh, he probably, yeah. He, no, he didn't really <laughs> know that stuff. <laughs> or he didn't have yeah, any no, actual no, clue at all. Me. I'm not worried about that. That's <laughs> no, okay. Well, that's good with me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got to do more of that stuff. That was a lot. Yeah. Of uh, well, I got to say this to you folks. This is the last time we will be on the air before the election. There will oh, be yeah. a presidential election taking place in just a few days, and hopefully by the next time we do this program, we will know who has won the 2020 election, and hopefully it'll be Donald J. Trump. It Can you believe be. that? After all this time of us discussing this election coming up and, and discussing President Trump, there's a, a chance that 
number one, we'll never be able to discuss him as president moving forward. You know, it'd still be in until inauguration day if he loses, obviously. Uh, but I think it's fair to say that's not enough time. And number two, there's definitely no way we will ever be discussing Donald Trump and the capacity of an election ever again on this program. Is that not saddening? Is that not saddening? The rest I of think us he's here. He's going to run for a few more terms, though. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> People may want him to. Yeah, oh, goodness, uh, you know, and they run some some other type of office, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> As if he needs it, though. I mean, hasn't the guy done enough for us? You know, he could uh, be yeah. enjoying retirement at this stage of his life. He could have been retired a long time ago with all the money that he's got, and he's he's doing this at this stage of his life for no money. If I was him, I probably would have bought Epstein Island by now and just as Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with that bad mojo on that island. Yeah, right? I you, suppose you're right. Yeah. I, I don't care what kind of steam cleaning team you got coming around. <laughs> you have to set it on fire. Oh, no, thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they say in Shark Tank, you know, Mark Cuban always gives this long explanation at the end. He goes, and so and for those reasons, I'm out. That's the that's how the approach I'm gonna take <laughs> as far as the island goes. Is that not said in anybody, though, that this is the, the last time we're going to be discussing Donald J. Trump in the context of an upcoming election? It is. Wow. Maybe we'll have to do some special event videos this week before the election just to get some uh, more content out there before it. Yeah. Well, I believe we're going to be doing some coverage on Election Day. I was going to say, guys, speaking yeah. of special events. <laughs> it's a special event. Yeah, we're going to have a, a special event running the day of the election. But as a program, the Mike G in the Morning program, this is the last time we will discuss uh, Donald J. Trump in the capacity as a, a political candidate, right? right. Uh, hopefully we get the opportunity to have him as our leader for the next few years. But as far as candidate goes, and his elections have been uh, very exciting. Uh, I look back to the even the primaries in 2016, even back to 2015 leading up to that, and uh, it's just a really exciting campaign. I, I can't really compare it to any other campaign that I've followed throughout my entire life. You know, and they talk about him potentially not winning this election and make no mistake about it. Uh, this is not something to, to sleep on and everybody has to get out there and vote. And every single vote counts, particularly in these battleground states like Pennsylvania. Uh, but I, I just find it hard to believe that these polls are accurate when you've got such support for President Trump on the ground, when you've got such uh, devoted supporters and uh, so many people coming out to, to rallies, roadside rallies. Like, for example, let's think of the one term presidents during our lifetime. Well, for me, the only one really during my lifetime was George Bush, the first George Bush. And I'll be honest, I was far too young to recall uh, much about his election with Bill Clinton in 92. I was uh, five years old. So uh, I don't remember a ton about that. And then you got Carter, who was, you know, what, a decade before that, roughly. Mm -hmm. So it, out of those two guys who were one-term presidents, did either one of them have supporters like President Trump has? Were either one of them packing stadiums for rallies leading up to the election where they lost? Were either one of them 
people who had supporters setting up stands on the side of the road, selling all kinds of merchandise. Was there a George H.W. Bush stand on the side of the road, just selling flags and hats and shirts? <laughs> and was, there, was there a Jimmy Carter stand on the side of the road? Were, were they having pop-up George H.W. Bush rallies on the, the Jimmy sidewalk? Jimmy Carter one had uh, peanuts. You could get <laughs> yeah, peanut Jimmy Carter <laughs> rally. They had a bunch of the, the peanut stand, right? Right, right? I don't remember. I don't remember any signs like, you know, it says Trump country. I don't remember like Bush country or Bush like country, anything right. like that. Carter yeah. country. Even presidents who did win, I don't remember support coming out like this. You know, I don't I, I don't recall this kind of thing. You know, no, maybe Obama in certain places. Yeah. Maybe Obama in certain places. And I went back and I looked at some of the videos leading up to the Obama Romney election. Uh-huh. And they had Romney winning. And mm-hmm. they're talking on these videos about how you know Romney is ahead in the polls and everything, and we all know that it wasn't close. So these people who manage these polls, they don't have a great track record, <laughs> do they? And somebody told yeah. me, somebody told me this. I, I don't, I don't know uh, which source could particularly verify it, but somebody told me that uh, they looked back and only twenty or thirty percent of the polls actually changed their methodologies after the 2016 election, which shows you that they haven't learned their lesson. They're not going to learn their lesson. Do you think that's possibly intentional, Chris? Yeah, I was just thinking about that when you said that, Mike, and I think it is. I mean, uh, clearly they don't want it to be accurate, and I assume that uh, the existing polls are exactly as accurate as the 2016 ones, which are – uh, as we know, we're not accurate. So, yeah, I think it's more about them trying to, uh, you know, get, get a certain idea out there that, that Trump's behind, which is kind of dumb in a way, because it seems to me that that would lower the number of voters that might potentially come out and vote for Biden just because people might assume that he's going to win. So, yeah, I don't know why they do it. It doesn't make sense. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask, why are the polls so important? I mean, I understand, like, you know, for election purposes, but you know, for me, I don't care what a poll says. I'm getting out there and voting for Donald Trump at this point, right? No, uh, so you're like, an intelligent I, human being, though. You're an intelligent <laughs> human being. But what they're hoping is that there are enough unintelligent human beings out there that these polls will right. manipulate the way people turn out. Right. Right. And they can manipulate the I, poll any way they want. They have a very small sample size and there's huge error rates. You know, some of the recent ones I saw, I think we talked about it briefly last week. You know, it was a plus or minus three and a half percent, which is a seven percent swing when you're talking about numbers that are close already. So, yeah, it doesn't doesn't mean anything, really. So anybody here ever gotten a call from the poll? I got one today. You did? Yeah. Just like what did they say? Uh, Basically, they were asking me through an automated system. Uh, you know, if I was registered to vote, if I was going to vote and what your credit card age. number is. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it uh, connected me to some somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Man in some uh, some country across right. the world. Uh, yeah. Named James the Smith, earth, right? Some American name, right? Some uh, generic American name with an accent. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Goodness. Now, what were we going to say, Liberty? Oh, I was going to say, I think I can only see the polls. I mean, I can only see that really mattering. Say if you're from like New Jersey or New York and you're like, oh, I'm just going to stay home because my vote doesn't really count. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I could see that sentiment for that aspect because it's like, OK, certain states are very either liberal, you know, but now Pennsylvania, we're one of the key states 
So we are very important. But uh, you have to stay online for three days if you have to. Everybody who's listening to this program, <laughs> I don't want to hear any snowflake nonsense about not getting out there to vote. There is no excuse whatsoever. <laughs> I don't want any excuse. If you die, wake back up for a few more days and get over to the damn polls. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Sammy. I'm going to put on all my masks and go out and vote. <laughs> Do whatever you have to do to cast your vote. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WF. YL. Now, realistically, what are some things that uh, we could see change now almost right away when it comes to a change in the presidency? Suppose Donald J. Trump does not win re-election. Joe Biden, nah, supposedly, right? <laughs> <laughs> we get Joe Biden or possibly Harris. And, you know, Harris is one of the people who said that if Congress didn't act with respect to gun control, she were elected that she would act by way of executive order within the first hundred days or, or something of that. Uh, I don't oh, that, exact, that sounds like it would not, go really well. Yeah. Well, if I'm not if I'm not right, I'm close about that. That uh, time frame said so something about if Congress doesn't act, I'm just going to go ahead and take matters into my own hands and issue this executive order with respect to gun to, gun control uh, very soon into my first term. So, uh if any of our listeners are excited about that and think that's a good <laughs> idea and that, that Harris should be writing executive orders that are going to dictate how you can protect yourself and your loved ones, then stay home and don't vote, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly in places like Pennsylvania. You know, everybody's got to get out there. Got to vote is, is incredibly important for our Second Amendment. That, that, that's just the tip of the iceberg. That is just the tip of the iceberg. And we're going to see all kinds of things happening. You think ammunition is tough to come by now? Watch what they do. If this election goes the wrong way, the government gets involved. They start adding taxes and stuff like that. And remember, I saw a meme the other day of this old lady with a walker uh, telling, uh, it looks like a, a grandkid maybe, you know, back in my day, a box of nine millimeter cost 13 <laughs> bucks or something like that. <laughs> and, and, the, and the kid's like, sure, grandma, sure, grandma. <laughs> and of course, you know, pre-pandemic, that wasn't unusual. These just, uh, these am ammunition prices have gone haywire since the pandemic, since February. They just can't keep it on the shelves and whoever yeah. can't get it gets it as a, at a much higher price. So they've got to sell it at a higher price to make any money because... Nobody's in the charity ammunition business, right? <laughs> oh. oh, that's for sure. So, uh, any, anything else? Anybody else concerned about our Second Amendment if Trump doesn't win? Yeah, extremely concerned, you know, Definitely. based on what they've said in the past. Um, I, I, you know, I think that would be a step that they would, they would naturally take um, as part of their agenda, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad about Amy Coney Barrett. I mean, is she going to help at all? I mean, you have to think of some hope if Biden did get in, like what would our hope be? I right. mean, you don't want to go down that path, but I was thinking Amy Coney Barrett, at least we have her, you know, yeah, she's um, indicated that, she that yeah, she's, she's indicated that, well, it could possibly get struck down as unconstitutional, right? If there's an executive order that violates the second amendment, you'd at least think that, she would vote to strike it down as unconstitutional. It's just you've had some very unpredictable uh, justices on the bench when it comes to our Second Amendment. 
Uh, I, I mean, they, they haven't even decided to hear cases in a very long time. So that's really going to be an accomplishment in and of itself is getting a case in front of the Supreme Court. I just don't see people like, let's say it were to go that way, which is extremely unlikely. I don't see law abiding gun owners. Um turning their guns in so they'll be they'll become uh you know uh, unlawful you say it's extremely unlikely? yeah extremely unlikely that i think you know I, I you know there's a certain percentage of folks that are just not going to comply gotcha you gotcha know? i thought you and meant that, it was extremely unlikely that that if they got in that they would try something like that because i think no i think they'll try i think it's yeah. i think that's pretty i light. think they'll try yeah Oh. Yeah, uh, they're going to try it anyway, even if they don't get in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can totally picture Biden showing up, not realizing he lost the election, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, you don't live here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, oh, tell dear. George that I won the election. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Who saw that? Who saw that the other day? He calls Trump George twice. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 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 Oh, my. Oh my goodness! I, oh my one God! Thing I'm con- one thing I am concerned folks? about if Biden gets in. I'm oh, sorry, I interrupted. Good. Uh, one thing I'm concerned about if Biden gets in is, um, especially going on the heels of the Alex Jones interview, Alex Jones, and talk about social media and, um, you know, basically the liberals and the left owning all of our social media and the internet. And I was thinking about even how my free speech changed over under Obama. When I heard about the IRS scandal, I don't know if you guys remember that, and they were targeting people who were don't who donated to certain religious organizations. I've changed the way I am on Twitter because of that. Uh-uh. Those are the <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm going to lay low a little bit here. I don't need the IRS. I don't. I purposely, I purposely do not at Biden or Harris or Clinton or anybody because I don't trust them, period. Yeah, so yeah. I do and, not want Democrats you know, in power. And the reason why people change their behavior is is because they know that these inquiries, right, are not legitimate in the first place. It's not because they're people who have something to hide. It's because... Uh, these things are retaliatory. Exactly. And when, when you're retaliating, <laughs> well, yeah. guess what? You're not really playing by the rules. It's not about figuring out who's doing the right thing or anything like that. It's about let's make this person's life miserable and let's harass them. Right. So that's that's a, a very good point. I think that we will see a lot of, of people uh, whose speech is certainly chilled. And we're seeing that with social media because when people are afraid to get banned and blocked and, and whatever it is that these social media outfits do, uh, declare that they are fake news, right? Uh, labeling New York Post as if they've done something wrong. And well, when media outlets uh, see that this is being done, they don't want that to happen to them. So what do they do? They got to tiptoe around these arbitrary, ridiculous rules uh, like, like is happening right now. And Dorsey goes and he testifies in front of Congress. And uh, Ted Cruz asks, uh, isn't it fair to say that uh, Twitter can have an impact on the election? And he goes, no, we can't. Right. What are you right. talking about? <laughs> yeah. Then why would then, you block stuff? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then he goes on and, and he goes on and uh, asks why this stuff was blocked. And he said it was already rectified and that's not the case and, and it's going to get fixed and they're working on it. And 
still blocked. Still blocked. Yeah, they just don't care. You can see it in the body language. I watched a little bit of that, Mike, and you can tell that these tech moguls, if you if you you know you want to call them that or whatever, they're sitting there with billions of dollars just looking down at, at our government because they think that for some reason they know better and and they uh, they don't care. They, I mean, what consequences are they going to face anyway? It's just absolutely horrendous that you've got a story yeah. like this, right? You've got a story where this information is anybody claiming that these emails are not authentic. I still haven't heard anybody say they're not authentic. I haven't heard anybody say that these photos are not authentic. Uh, I think last week we came up with the only way that there was any Russian disinformation involved or any Russian participation is if they sent a package to Hunter Biden with a laptop, some crack (laughs) (laughs) and a business card for a a computer repair company, right? That's the only way they could have had any sort of involvement. He still had to do the stuff himself. I had a a buddy who heard that and called me up. He said, another thing that the Russians could have done is they could have showed up with some sleeping pills and and put Biden to sleep and taken and put the crack pipe in his mouth and taken those pictures and put them on his computer without him knowing. Yeah, maybe if it a Russian plot, then I guess that that would be uh, the way it happened. Nobody's saying that any any uh, anything is not authentic, though. They, you notice they're not saying that. they're just saying very broad stuff. Smear campaign, right? Smear right, campaign. right. It's disinformation. It's, it's it's Russian interference. And nobody is saying the most basic things, though, which would be these are fabricated. They are not right. authentic. This is this is not Hunter Biden's email or not communications that Hunter Biden participated in. And then you've got Bob Alinsky who comes out and uh, basically confirms that all these communications are legitimate. And uh, the left tries to tear him down. Right. And defame him for all kinds of reasons, accusing him of things like treason based on, uh, and he didn't even do anything. He didn't even do anything. (laughs) No, no. He's actually looking out for the country. Yeah. Yeah, so this is crazy that this is not coming out and that Twitter's blocking this, and I believe Facebook blocked it at, at some point as well. And you know what's crazy is looking at Twitter, right after this whole Philadelphia situation happened where uh, the guy was uh, coming towards the police with a knife and they shot him dead, and immediately there are these riots that break out in Philadelphia. The next day, somebody posts on Twitter that video alongside a video of a white man encounter with police and saying, look, this is what happens when a white man approaches police. He didn't get shot to death. He didn't get shot to death. Well, there's a little bit of an issue with that. Um, The white guy video, he had a spatula. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely not as sharp as knives. They're they're not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's cooking apparently. But one had a knife and one spatula. Yeah, right. You know what's crazy though is that Twitter allows this to circulate. They allow this stuff to circulate. Say this fake news. This is fake in the truest sense of the term, and that's allowed to to get out there. But you know, the New York Post can't post a story about Hunter Biden's laptop and legitimate communications uh, yeah. that, were, that were retrieved and retrieved lawfully, might I add. Right. It's nobody's uh, saying that these communications were even stolen. So they're legitimately obtained. They're right. authentic. Mm-hmm. They're a matter of uh, public concern. And they're they're squashing it. I mean, if this were a government agency doing that, that it would be uh, you know, clearly violative of the First Amendment. And so right. the question becomes, 
you know, they've gotten away with being private companies and therefore not having to comply with the First Amendment because the First Amendment protects us from the government. And typically, uh, under the law, you'll only have these kinds of constitutional protections from private entities when they're carrying out a traditionally exclusively public function. So a function that's exclusively uh, public cut type, that it, but it's being uh, carried out by a private entity. They're, they're the ones taking care of it. Right. You hear a lot of people saying they should be treated like utilities, right? These these social media organizations because of how widespread they come and and talking about how everybody should have the opportunity to to participate, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're huge. Well, they're huge. And and even on that point, if you notice on social media now, there are these warnings that show up. Do you guys ever see those warnings? They they weren't there all the time. Hmm. And out of nowhere, I started noticing it more with COVID nineteen. So anytime anybody posts anything about COVID nineteen, it has like a warning. Like, you know, go to the CDC for, you know, factual information about this. And now, same with the election. It says go to, you know, it says voter information there. Go to WashingtonPost.com. Go to Biden. Go to a liberal rag of your choice to find out the truth. Go to Antifa.com. There's some Chinese newspapers for you, too. Yeah. So in, I guess my point is like I think this can be a huge issue in upcoming, and it can go a really good way or a really bad way depending on who's in office. So. Uh, well, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting few days, folks. Oh yeah. I think oh, we're yeah. even gonna. When do you think we'll even know what the results are? We got predictions from everybody. We we we've uh. Had some friendly wagers on this program. Philly, Chris, how long do you think it's going to take before we know the winner of the election? I think it's going to be at least like two years, probably. Two years? <laughs> <laughs> well, does Trump get to stay in the entire time? <laughs> I hope so. I really do. Maybe that's part of his plan. No, I mean, uh, you know, on a more serious note, I think that uh, with the quantity of these mail-in votes and the manipulation that will probably ensue with all of that, it you know, it could be a week or two, I guess, because some places are um, allowing these these votes to come in quite a bit after the, the third. I don't know what the longest deadline is, but I've seen some ridiculous dates out there with some of it. So could be a week. A week. OK, so that's your prediction is one yeah, week? I think a week. Yeah, I think right. somebody different. somebody write this down. Russ, you got, you got <laughs> I, the, Mike, the you should be writing this down. This um, I think what's going to happen is they're going to string it out until inauguration day. Like, if not the ah, day of, yeah. a few days before. Because let me tell you a story, okay? I periodically order things on eBay. I got an iPod from eBay. Shipped from California, was here in a couple days. I got a uh, Bluetooth accessory. What? Hunters by any chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, and then, and then I ordered an accessory uh, for this iPod, a Bluetooth thing that... that it was Bluetooth, apparently. Never worked. Um, and that was supposedly coming from, like, upstate New York. That took, mm. like, five weeks. Mm. And the one from California. Now, that could have been different priority shipping, certainly. And, you know, the California one probably was sent on a plane. But, you know, it takes five weeks to get something from, from northern New York down to southeast PA. It's like... Why? I could I could have delivered it to myself like six times by then, at least. They're so, using uh, pigeons now, I think. I think I think the I mail the system. Program, so I don't want to start sounding like Joe Biden telling the same stories over and over uh, again. Uh, but it took 
uh, over a month to receive something from a client in Lancaster County. So from think Lancaster County to Chester County <laughs> over a month, something that was sent certified. Absolutely That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So Russ, here's the way we should do this is if you go, you know, if you go too far, that's no good. Kind of like the price is right. You want to do it that way or, <laughs> or just we'll do physical proximity. You know, you want to just do proximity like whoever's closest days. Uh, yeah, I think proximity is good because I don't think any right. of us will win. The so you're t- are you taking the 20th then? Are you taking 19th? Uh, when are you, what are you taking? I'm going to say, let, let me look at a calendar. Okay, so let's see. Election day is on Tuesday. And... Inauguration day is the uh, Okay, 20th. they're probably going to have off for a week because of, you know, Christmas and the New Year's. And they're going to have off for another week because New Year's into into a week from New Year's. They can all get drunk in that time. Um, <laughs> you know, especially Nancy Pelosi. Um, so I'm going to go with the 20th is on a Wednesday. So I'm going to go with uh, the 15th, that Friday. That Friday. Okay, so Russ yeah. has got the 15th. Philly Chris has got November November 10th. Yeah. Okay. You I got think November it's going to be a landslide, though. I really still think it will be. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Liberty? When do you think it's going to happen? For some reason, four days. I think it's going to be long, but for some reason, four days keeps coming in mind, but only if it's a landslide. And I know I can't take that position, but that's what I feel like taking, like if it's a landslide, because I think people are going to fight no matter what. But I think like last in 2016, if it goes like if you get Pennsylvania and Florida, um, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be more of the electoral vote thing. So it's almost like you can't, like don't leave it in the hands of the judges type of thing. Right. So I think if it's that, if I think if it's close, who knows? So but you're, I'll taking, take but you're taking Friday and landslide. Friday the sixth. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Friday with um with uh, a landslide. Well, I also okay. think Joe is going to contest the results. So that's that, true. That's, that's why true. I think it's going to be that's dragged why it has out to be so a landslide. Long. Here's here's the thing. So remember, I'm not going to say here's the deal like Uncle Creepy. <laughs> but, but you remember how the last uh, contest we had on this program, as far as the debates go, I got the least likely one, which was somebody shows up to all three, but I took it anyway because I had the action. I kind of want to do the same thing on this one. I, I want to take oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Wednesday the 4th because, hmm. you know, once it hits midnight, then it's the 4th. Right. I'm going to take that that incredibly unlikely scenario that they actually call it the day after the election. So, all right. Uh, okay. Why not? Just right. just so, to have well, it. What if it's just a landslide? It. Then you'll be right. Just to just to have it. Why so, not? what does the winner get? <laughs> a new Hello? car. A new car. <laughs> a, a bowl of mustard. <laughs> depends, depends, depends on who gets in. Uh, we're going to be making a lot bit less money if it's Biden. Uh, uh, that's right. If Biden oh, yeah, gets we should, in, then, then should we gotta, have should we have bets on uh, who's going to win? Who's actually so? Regardless of wow. political affiliation, do you think oh, Trump God. or Biden could win? Oh. Oh, man, I'm sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> I want all of our listeners to to close your eyes and put yourself in a place right now. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Don't be a, a safe space, Mike. Don't be a mustard-eating knucklehead. Uh, only a Democrat would do that, right? <laughs> Their steering wheels are made out of mustard. So it's okay. you're in a place where you can close your eyes, close your eyes, and I want you to imagine that you're watching the television and they say, 
Uh, <laughs> it is it's official. Joe Biden has won the election and there's all these blue balloons coming down and he's standing on stage with a mask with his hands in the air oh, and seven people in the crowd. <laughs> and he is going to be our new president. I want you to imagine that. If imagine that if you will. That's, that makes you sick to your stomach. You're entering a dimension not only of sound but of mind. (laughs) (laughs) I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. (laughs) I just picked everyone's 401ks dropping. Uh, That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Raise all my money. But I I want you to think about that. If you think, yeah, you know, I don't know if I want to get out and get there and vote and wait online and all this other stuff. Think about that for just a second. Think about what life's going to be like for these next four years with Uncle Creepy in office. Mm. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. I don't think I even want to <laughs> have a contest uh, determining who's going to be the winner. Here's what I do think, though. I think we can have a contest talking about some of these different swing states as to who we think is going to win which of those. How, how, what do you think that's fair? Oh, Lord. Sure. That's fair to, to talk about that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What's the first yeah. swing state? The first Let's swing do this state rapid fire. We'll Name about, all the swing yeah, states. I, I don't want to do it. I really don't want to start off with <laughs> Pennsylvania because we got a lot to talk <laughs> about there. Let's start with Arizona. What do you all think right. about Arizona? Arizona is the, went to Trump last time and uh, believe they've got it leaning blue this time. Hmm. What do you think? Ooh. Is that based on the polls that it's leaning blue? Yeah, I believe so. Well, then I guess it's going to go to Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Are you just going to take the opposite of all of them? Basically, I'll just take the opposite of what the polls are saying, because those polls weren't they weren't right in 2016. They're not. You know, they have a very you said it yourself. They have a very low percentage of being right. And you know what? If you're going to go with the opposite, then Trump's going to win California and Biden's going to win Texas. I mean, (laughs) hey, you know what? If we entered the Twilight Zone, whatever. (laughs) Actually, you know, Texas, I, I don't think it's really a swing state, but they're talking about. It being very close this year. Think about I think the, the oil comment, though, might put it over, right? That's that's yeah. very true. I, I don't know that we realized uh, how huge that was going to be, <laughs> even while we're watching the election and yeah. after the election. I we're going to we shut down the oil. Oh, we some of my best friends are made out of oil. <laughs> I just think that we've become jaded, though, over these these last few months at how much has come out and how much people just like, yeah, yeah, we know we don't care. So yeah, maybe that's why we didn't really get into it with the oil thing. But that really seems to be resonating with a lot of people. I mean, it's the livelihood of so many people. And the oil and gas industry has had its ups and downs. You can go on you know, one of these professional networking websites on any <laughs> given day and see how many people in oil and gas have uh, had to change jobs and and find new lines of work and everything like that. So having somebody who would be in office with a mission to get rid of oil and gas. That's not going to really help, is it? No, they'll be tossed out. <laughs> and not to mention, it's not even just people in the oil and gas business. It's, it goes to... Well, yeah, we all have to, to pay for that right? in the form of cars. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you it's have just your not cars. realistic either. 
your cars, your houses that are being heated, right? Yeah. I remember when Obama said, hey, you know, we're going to have to learn to deal with these high gas prices, so just make sure you check your tires. You remember when he said that? <laughs> oh, right, check man. your tire pressure, and that'll help you uh, even it out with the saving money on gas. Yeah. Oh, sure. And I remember my dad saying to me, I don't have any tires on my house, you dope. <laughs> make sure you put the winter air in your tires, too. <laughs> what about, um, I have a question for you guys, because I don't know the answer, but what about these electric cars? And people have been saying that they take more, is it coal, to make them work? Or right. yeah. something. That's, a, that's it's exactly like right. That's exactly right. Because yeah, when you pile of inefficiency. get electricity, these knuckleheads think that it just comes out of the wall and that's the end of that, right? Where does the electricity come from? The wall. No, it comes yeah. from plants usually being operated uh, by coal, right? That's how that they, they keep that going. Mm-hmm. You that's got to be still electricity. What's yeah, that? Billy Chris works with ele- you work with electric, so what's your take on it? Well, you know, it, it's... Yeah, they they talk about these electric vehicles being zero emissions, which is completely false because the manufacturing process creates quite a few emissions, and you're still dealing with a lot of plastics and tires, which are petroleum based. You know, the batteries themselves have uh, certain chemicals in them and things of that nature. So, you know, it's not really um, zero emissions or or even that much lower. You know, compared to where we are now. You know, the technology still needs to come a long way. I think before. You know, it's it's uh, really truly competitive from uh, an emissions and cost standpoint. We're just not there yet. Yeah. No, yeah. The, these 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 plants that deal with electricity. A lot of them they're powered by coal. Yeah. And, and, a, and a boiler produces steam. Yeah. And supposedly they've gotten much cleaner with that, but the uh, the left still wants to shut down coal right they still want no more coal <laughs> want no more coal but they want everything to go on electricity yeah right. uh, which if it's not coal it's typically what natural gas nuclear <laughs> yeah nuclear i guess uh, there's some yeah, wind that's right? not harmful Solar. oh yeah they can they, you know what they can do that to their own states and they can have those giant windmill eyesore things taken over their land yeah but that's right. got to create uh, you know they talk about how We've got all these landfills and everything like that. Mm-hmm. First of all, where where do those things go when they're no good anymore? <laughs> yeah. Where are we going to put all these huge, huge windmills? Yeah. Second of all, I heard that uh, a lot of times you'll see these, uh, I guess it would be a helicopter, up there trying to de-ice the blades on the windmill. Right, sure. Yeah. That sounds so, efficient. So mm-hmm. the helicopter is putting all that fuel. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Well, the helicopter's they electric. They the helicopter's electric, guys. Uh, the electric oh, helicopter. Oh yeah, the electric. Yeah, it's it's yeah, solar it's power. So uh, you better hope that it's a it's a nice sunny day and clouds don't form. Right. <laughs> oh man. Well, it, a lot of misconceptions out there. A lot of things misleading. You know what always drove me nuts? And we're kind of getting in the weeds here. But as far as People who want to go green and everything like that and talk about that stuff. What drives me nuts is when you've got uh, a restaurant or some kind of an establishment where they don't have hand towels in the bathroom. That that is always driven oh, yeah. me nuts because I like to use the towels to 
to touch everything, right? You're a child. <laughs> bare hands right, or wash right. your hands and then, you know, open the door that the knucklehead before you didn't wash his hand and touch that stained door. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but they'll have these hand dryers and they'll say, you know, we're trying to go green and save the planet. So we're not using paper towels so anymore. We're well, nonsense. That's not the way. That's not the reason they're doing that. That's not the reason they're doing that, because a lot of this paper comes from tree farms that are entirely sustainable. It's not like they're having to go out into the middle of the rainforest and chop down these wild trees in order to get this paper. They set up in order to do so. Just like, let's say you wanted to to buy potatoes, right? You get a sack of potatoes. It's not like they had to go find those potatoes in the middle of the the forest or anything. They got Special farms set up no, specifically Biden for potatoes. the potatoes. Right. There's not going to be any kind of potato shortage or anything yeah. like that. We're not killing the environment. Uh, <laughs> so they say that it's just so disingenuous. They're just trying to get some kind of points out of it by saying, just admit it. You're cheap. You don't want to spend the money on the paper towels. You want to create as much profit as you possibly can. Uh, just say it. Be honest with me, because if you're dishonest with me, I'm never stopping at your place ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're that sanitary either. Sometimes they're quite disgusting no, and they're pulling just, the air through and the filters are all filled with, you know, coronavirus and bacteria and everything. And yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> They just blow the coronavirus everywhere. And what happens right. when they break? The what do you do when they break? Spreader, the super spreader 5000, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, for those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with the Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. I don't see Arizona going to Biden. I'm going to say Arizona is going to go to Trump. I've got family out there talking about how there's a lot of support for him on the streets. They, they can't see how it's possible that Biden's actually winning unless uh, his voters are staying in a cave somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Trump to win Arizona. What do you think? Georgia. They're saying Georgia's up there, too. They also had a, a very close race fairly recently. Right. Uh, so what do we think about Georgia's? Georgia's going to go blue. What do we think? Blue. You think blue. What about you, Chris? I think red. What about you, Liberty? Red. Red. I think Trump's going to win Georgia. I think I think he will pull it out in Georgia. I think he's got enough supporters out there. Where I think it's a lot of hype. Yeah, well, they they think that it's important enough to get out there. Maybe they didn't for these other elections. And that's what people uh, underestimate, right? The the difference between somebody who supports Trump and who will vote for some kind of down-ballot Republican, uh, especially in a midterm year or something like that, or or an off year. So I think that Trump's going to win Georgia. What about Florida? This one was, was close last time, but it went to Trump. What do we think, Chris? I think it'll go Trump. It has to. Russ, I think they're going to take a week to try and decide. Yeah. <laughs> In typical <laughs> Florida fashion. Didn't they have all kinds of scandals in Broward County last uh, last time around? Yeah. I think it might have even been there in the midterm elections where they found all these boxes or something like that. Yeah, like a semi truck full of Democrat votes, I'm sure. They had the dangling Chad problem, too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And that, uh, the 2000 election. What about you, Liberty? What about Florida? I think I think Florida's going to go to Trump. I mean, he lives there. I just Mar-a-Lago. I, I just think that's Florida a it's a good point. It's a good point. And, a, um, uh, in Miami, particularly, there's a lot of uh, Cuban American population, and they despise socialism. Believe it or not, yeah. people have got actual <laughs> experience with it. Don't yeah. like it. <laughs> Isn't it funny how exactly. that works? Exactly. And also, I wanted to add it. It might not be on your swing state list, Mike, but I have been seeing trending 
Texas blue. Texas is going blue. I see these TikTok women posting these photos, like these big dramatic photos of them getting in a limo, getting out, voting for Biden. It's so dramatic. Um, you need a limo sometimes the people with Biden. the loudest voice really aren't, it's not really the most truthful information. So I'm praying and hoping that Texas is not going blue. I don't think so. I have an uncle in Texas. I lived in Texas. I know they are hardcore Trump supporters and that's, that's what I hope. But hey, I could have. I can tell you this much. I could tell you this much. When I was in law school, I attended a Dinesh D'Souza film in a movie theater in Frisco, Texas. Uh, So obviously, a very pro Republican conservative ideals movie. And at the end of the movie, everybody in the entire movie theater stood up and gave a standing ovation. (laughs) And you got to keep in mind, I was was raised in New York prior prior to living in Oklahoma for undergrad and graduate school. So totally foreign to me. Absolutely loved it. I I don't see how that could possibly happen over in Texas. I think it's another thing like like in Georgia where uh, people are going to get out and vote. I think what they did see was that uh, with Ted Cruz, that election was a lot closer with Robert Francis O'Rourke than they had thought it was going to be. Cruz winning, nevertheless. And they're using that as an indicator, saying this could be swinging blue. Problem is, it is uh, turning more Democrat, unfortunately, because people are leaving places like California to flee to Texas <laughs> <laughs> because it's so much better. And they don't realize that the reason California became unlivable were because of these leftist policies. So some some of them stay voting uh, for the Democrats when they moved. I I just don't see how it's happening, though. Uh, Everybody needs to get out and vote, though, because Texas could be the next Virginia. Right. Remember what happened over in in Virginia, where overnight their gun laws uh, became like New Jersey because they had. A bad election. What else do we got here? Uh, Michigan. What do we think of Michigan? That's going to be important, right? Trump won last time. Well, uh, the big, big oil industry there with the car manufacturers in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Detroit. Detroit. And a lot of uh, a lot of hardworking people over there. Mm-hmm. You know, Biden always pretends to be like this uh, this, this guy from Scranton, right? Yeah, <laughs> Trump called him out on that. Like, I'm just a regular guy like anybody else who lives in the most expensive home in all of Delaware. <laughs> I'm just a regular guy like anybody else. This yeah. multi-million dollar house on the beach that you could never afford in your yeah, entire so, life. Several That's of all. them, yeah. <laughs> just a regular guy who's been in politics for 47 years and and somehow. <laughs> yeah, the big guy there though. He's somehow the ends the up guy. with a multi-million dollar house, right? Yeah, the big yeah, guy is guy. getting the money from somewhere right I, I don't know i think people start to see through stuff like that and that's why uh, trump won michigan last time i think he'll win michigan again what about minnesota anybody have red. any predictions for the election you know there's, there's this presidential election coming up in a few days when is that again? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here everybody's quiet nobody's got any opinion all right let, let's open it up for the last uh, period of the program the most important one of all, will Trump win Pennsylvania? Philly, yes. Chris, starting with you. Oh, my bad. I think he will. Yeah, from seeing the signs, uh, the, you know, and the support in the area outside of the city anyway. You know, I've never seen anything like it. So I, I think he's going to win Pennsylvania. And yeah. you were Plus, saying there were a lot of 
a lot of signs here, Biden in, in, what is it, the Delaware County, border of Montgomery County, where you were seeing all the Biden signs? Like right Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, I was in the suburbs uh, last night over in the Ardmore area by the college there, and uh, at midnight there was a, a protest, people going up the streets um, in support of Black Lives Matter and you know, right. no, no justice, no peace. So, yeah, I think within the boundaries of the city, as you extend out to the local suburbs right around uh, downtown Philadelphia, there's still quite a bit of uh, blue support. But as once you get out to the suburbs, you know, Delco went blue for the first time in I think over a century or something. First time in forever. They right. were blue. Yeah, it's crazy. Last election. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this. I saw at least one pop-up roadside rally in Delaware County and right in the Havertown area. People just standing on the corner with Trump flags, Trump signs, Trump hats, and uh, out there in support of the president over in Delaware County. So uh, if that's any indicator, I've seen really nothing but... Trump signs haven't seen a whole lot of places where you've got predominantly Biden signs. I think somebody put it best on Facebook. Somebody posted this thing. I think we reposted it out there. But somebody said if if the the signs that I'm seeing in Pennsylvania are any indication of how this election is going to go, <laughs> Trump is going to come in first. Corn for sale will be in second. <laughs> and Biden will be in third. <laughs> That'll be the right in corn for sale. <laughs> oh, please don't write in corn for sale. Please vote for Trump. <laughs> oh, goodness. But I've seen a ton of support. And as a matter of fact, ventured out into an area I haven't been to in a little while, heading uh, through... From from the Westchester area all the way down into the media, and saw a ton of Trump signs. Really, nothing else. There's actually a kid with what looked like a dune buggy, some kind of little motorized vehicle with a huge Trump flag driving around. <laughs> that was Ross. That was Ross. Ross has got the Trump dune buggy. Oh, no, I wish. He's out in his dune buggy. Yeah. Ross. <laughs> Oh, we got to get some kind of a cartoon video with Russ in a dune buggy. Now. <laughs> oh, wait, can you Russ, make it? Can I drive speed buggy or is that going to trigger YouTube's copyright? <laughs> they have an Xbox oh, in there, though. Yeah, Russ, who do you think is going to win Pennsylvania? I think it's going to be Trump. And I you have do. to go with the reasons listed before. Um, I don't see that many Biden signs. I mean, I don't drive around a whole lot, but the places that I do go um are a lot of them are fairly far away and the only biden signs that i've seen um are usually around the city um the satanist church has a biden sign out there yeah. well, that, that's not surprising but but i mean a lot of them are like on the highways and to me mm. that doesn't actually matter that's just advertising that's not right you know if it's in somebody's yard that's what i consider it matters and I've seen a few of them. Certain, I've seen a lot more than I saw Hillary signs back in the last election. But I mean, the number of Trump signs in people's yards vastly outnumber the Biden signs. And I would think that in the city, some of those Biden signs might even be fake because, you know, I don't want my neighbor finding out, oh, 
you know, I'm voting for Trump. I think I'll just put a Biden sign up so that they don't set my house on fire. <laughs> it's, a, it's a decoy, right? Yeah, it's like I heard, so, I heard one of the preppers right before the pandemic saying that you should stock up on biohazard bags. Because uh, even if you don't have anything, if you're not sick or anything in the middle of a pandemic, let's say things get really bad and there are break-ins and, and looters and stuff, you can take a couple of those and tie them up and put them outside your front door. Yeah. And people move on to the next house, right? They'll say, oh, we don't want to mess with whoever's in there. They seem really sick and uh, there, yeah. there'll be other soft targets for us. It's like a buddy of mine saying that if, if he has to hide something that uh, is, is valuable, he'll put it inside of a diaper, make it look like it's a dirty diaper because nobody <laughs> is going to try to open that up to see what's inside. Liberty, what do you think of Pennsylvania? I think Trump, um, I got to go for Trump, that Trump's going to win. And same reason, you see the signs around. And I will feel like one of those snowflakes that was screaming on the floor if he doesn't win, because I do have my hopes up for Pennsylvania. <laughs> but yeah. um, the other thing is, at the last minute, these riots are going on in Philly, too. So people don't want this type of world. So I think that that is um, also going to sway some swing voters, you know. Um, so that's how I feel. You know, what some people are saying, though, is they're saying, and when I say some people, I mean on the left, they're saying, well, you know, Trump is the president and this stuff is going on. You know, only if he's not the president is this stuff going to end, mm. which is obviously ridiculous because this That's is all happening true. in places with Democrat leadership, right? Sounds more like a threat. <laughs> you know, it would be yeah. unfortunate if something happened, right? <laughs> you want this stuff to it's stop. Uh, you might want to pay us for some protection. <laughs> blue, it's the total, the total resistance started from 2016, resisting Trump, blaming Trump for everything, going out there and just mass chaos and riots all the time. It's all Trump's fault. He's a racist. Everything bad is his fault. Everything good is not his fault, right? <laughs> right? Anything good that happened. Oh, of course, Obama put that into place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, the, the thing is, people, people know the truth. Um, you know, that's why you see the signs in the yard. So let's hope. I can't so. imagine that anybody in their right mind thinks, yeah, you know what? I am sick and tired of all this this rioting and everything like that. So I'm going to vote for Biden because he'll he'll really get this straightened out. I can't imagine that anybody in their right mind is thinking that right Good now. Lord. Do you, Russ? No, because he'll ignore it. No, because that would be their left mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Anybody in their left mind. <laughs> um, guys, I just have a quick announcement. Um, I think Florida is going to go for Trump, especially now because little Wayne or little Wayne has endorsed Trump essentially. Oh, yeah. oh, good for Wayne. <laughs> yeah. And I, I googled where he I googled where he lived and he has a, a, a mansion down in Florida. Um, but it says does. just had a great meeting with POTUS. Besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. And now the number one trending thing is come on, Wayne, and you know, all this stuff people are mad. <laughs> I don't understand right. though. Think about the things that Trump Who has done for the African American community. That we, the the crime bill that we're talking about, the criminal justice criminal justice reform bill, rather. Uh, as opposed to Biden who uh, really started all of that mess in the 1990s with with his uh, federal legislation. And you've got Trump coming out and providing this funding to the African-American colleges, right? The traditionally black colleges. And that's something that Biden never did in 47 years in office. And you got somebody who's actually doing something for the community as opposed to somebody who is almost 
taking votes for granted, saying, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black right. and, and things like that. I mean, I, I don't understand how when it gets down to the nitty gritty, when it comes down to what is actually happening and who is actually trying for the community, how it's even close. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Mm. It's just more of a, a thing that people will propaganda you to death if you say anything otherwise, right? Right. Mm. If you say, oh, well, you know, if you are an African-American who comes out in support of President Trump, like Liberty said, they'll just say, ah, you know, you're ridiculous. What's wrong with you? Chelsea Handler actually said that when 50 Cent came on out in support of President Trump, she had to have a conversation with him and remind him that he was black. (laughs) It's nothing like like a white woman to remind you you're black, right? Right, right, right. (laughs) Like a middle-aged white woman. Yeah. That's actually where you see a lot of the Biden signs are up in, like, the suburbs, like, the communities, um, like, in little quaint towns, like, um, like, the Lehigh Valley. I've seen a couple of the Biden signs in those little neighborhoods, like, cookie-cutter neighborhoods. So, yeah. Thinking of white suburban women, I don't know. Middle-aged white women. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with middle-aged white women, but <laughs> it's just interesting. Any any final words? We got thirty seconds. Vote. Vote. What about you, Russ? Enjoy a bowl of mustard. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Liberty? You get a bowl of mustard if you didn't vote for Trump. If you don't vote, you're getting a bowl of mustard. Get out there. This is the most important election of our lifetime. America will not be what we've known it as for our entire existence if we do not win this election. So get out there and vote, folks. Stick around for We the People, the Constitution Matters. Pastor David Whitney, Professor Phil Duffy, I'll be joining as your legal analyst. We miss you, Ellie. Daddy loves you. Uncle Donald Trump's going to win.